David Clark. The People's Sheriff. So there you have it. I said all of that in November of 2015 after the attacks in Paris, France. I said it again after the attacks in San Bernardino. I know what I'm talking about here. The United States has no domestic intelligence agency fully dedicated to internal security related uh, regarding intelligence like MI5 and UK. The FBI is primarily a law enforcement agency. They are not an intelligence agency. They're not structured to be. So Director Comey this week said, it's like trying to find a needle in a haystack. I'm not asking you to find the needle. I'm just asking you to identify the haystack. Omar Mateen, the suspect in Orlando, was a haystack. The needle was inside there. It was all these red flags. See, intelligence work would have connected the dots. But the FBI was out there looking for this probable cause standard. And in fairness to the agents, and I have to say this, but I shouldn't have to. The agents are just doing what they're told to do. This is the administrator's fault of the FBI. This is the White House's fault for putting putting the handcuffs on these guys from actually going after within the law and finding out who are the threats, what are their capabilities, and are they planning an attack short of having probable cause to make an arrest. Because if they don't in the first uh, 48 hours, they're told to shut down the case. They closed this out as inconclusive. There was nothing inconclusive about Omar Mateen. Now they're talking to his wife. Why didn't they talk to his wife back in 2014 when they started this thing? And his father. That's what intelligence work is. You go out, you get this raw information, and you look for more. You're collecting information. And a true analyst would say, hey, look, uh, I did some uh, analysis on, on Omar Mateen. Um I found his parents are Afghani immigrants. They're still around. Go interview them. Maybe they'll shed some more light on this. And what we found out, too, he's not living with her, but he's married. Go talk to his wife. See, that's what an analyst would do. An analyst analyst would lead the collector to say, I need this, this. I got some gaps in what you, you, you brought so far. But they were looking for probable cause to make an arrest. When you're doing intelligence work, you're not looking to make an arrest. You're looking to prevent, reasonably predict, and preempt terror planning. It doesn't always end in an arrest. But the FBI, with this mindset of, of looking for an arrest, they get information a guy is talking stupid or he you know, is exhibiting these things that might be terror-related, they run out, and then right away they, they go and get an undercover uh, uh, informant or an undercover agent to try to sell this guy the capacity to carry it out. Hey, you want to buy some guns? You heard me talk about that. That's not what, that's not intelligence work. And then they make an arrest, and then they hold a news conference, and they say, we disrupted a terror plot. No, they didn't. They no more disrupted a terror plot than the TSA in terms of preventing airplanes from being hijacked. That process isn't doing that. See, this whole thing is structured wrong. I need Congress. This is where you come in. I need Congress 
to reconvene on this 9-11 commission 15 years later and realize we got to reevaluate. Because intelligence failure, and this is an intelligence failure. It's a catastrophic one. 49 people dead, 53 shot. Intelligence failure should force people to reevaluate current strategies. We keep making the same mistakes from 9-11 to Orlando. The same thing. Each time afterwards, the FBI says, oh, he was on our radar screen. That guy was on our radar screen. We followed him around, and we had people assigned, and, and the guy got away. Because they were looking for probable cause to make an arrest. You want to stop terror incidents, you don't necessarily have to make an arrest. Oftentimes, once these guys know you're on to them, they're going to stop. But then you find out they're associates, because maybe they're connected, like I said, to some organization or some other guy that they're working with. And that would have helped in San Bernardino, and that would have helped in Boston. Find out his associates and go interview them and do backgrounds on them. That's intelligence collection. We don't. Do, the FBI doesn't do that. Like I said, more timely, accurate, preventive intelligence reduces the chance. It doesn't totally eliminate it. It reduces the chance that a large-scale terror attack can be pulled off like Boston, like Fort Hood, like San Bernardino, like Orlando. Now, the FBI has their nose out of joint. They feel they're being picked on. I don't care about the FBI's feelings right now. I care about the 49 victims who are dead and the 53 who had to endure this horror because they dropped the ball. Yes, they dropped the ball. And for anybody out there who thinks I'm being hypercritical about the FBI, too bad. A large-scale terror attack was successfully completed on the United States homeland yet again. Like I said, it's not impossible to do. But we're not structured to be even better than this. And until we understand that, I mean, the terror incidents are still going to happen, but you should not be able to pull off this size of an attack. If you get some guy, like in Philadelphia, some coup, uh, radical Islamic terrorist uh, attacked a police officer, that's bad enough. But that's not a large-scale attack. Those like that in Philadelphia are very hard, difficult. But you should not be able to pull off a San Bernardino or an Orlando or a Boston bombing-type attack in the United States, if you had good strategic warning and you need very good preventive intelligence early on. And I couldn't figure this out. So, you know, here we are again, and we'll go through the same ritual, right? And then we have people out there, well, you know, uh, finger pointing. I don't care about that crap. Yes, I'm finger pointing. Yes, I am. I'm pointing it right at the FBI. We have to be better than this. And we can, but we're not structured. 
to not have these guys fall through the cracks. And I hear people, well, how did this guy fall through the cracks? It's very easy to see how he fell through the cracks. Actually, it wasn't a crack. My gosh, our structure has chasms. So we'll we'll do the same thing, the ritual, you know, the vigils, the memorials, and the, you know, all the talking heads and, and the politics of it, right? And, and then we'll just kind of go away until the next one. Folks, this isn't good enough. You deserve better than this. We deserve better than this as a country. When are we finally going to get it right? We're out of time for today. Follow me during the week on Twitter at Sheriff Clark, C-L-A-R-K-E, and at thepeoplesheriff.com. Have a good week. This is David Clark, the People's Sheriff, on the Blaze Radio Network.